Hello and welcome to an episode of a Brothers Quar- to an episode. Oh my god. You, you see Jake? No, 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 no. <laughs> Jake, this is what happens when we don't do a when we don't do a run up. All right. We need we need that cold open. We need that pre-show just to get us going. We All need right, to do that little see. bit to go and that's the fault. That's fine. We're so in. basically you're saying that we need that we need a We need pre-jizz. that. Uh, no, <laughs> And, no, Jake, I'm sorry. Walk me through this. Walk me through this. How in context does a pre-jizz work in this aspect? Because in the aspect I'm talking about in a professional manner, when you're talking about sex, the professional manner is being a porn star. You don't want to pre-jizz because you need uh, the juice no, to last. pre-jizz shows that you're happy, so it's automatically uh Oh, I thought you meant jizzing before you jizz. Nope. I didn't. Oh, uh, you no, like, not the, early. The, the pre-cut, the sputum. Yes. But I, for, I still call it yes. sputum, even though it's not sputum. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> welcome to this episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That is Jacob. That is Robert. And we're we're kind of old school in it today because somebody has issues with being Lenny from Mice and Fucking Men. And we're not talking about Bob, who almost broke his glass desk, bringing in the chair. No, that's a mistake. Twice. Mine was a mistake too. Twi- yeah, but you see, you mistaked twice. You mistook it twice, Jacob. You have busted. It's not the first time you have life. warped my pop filter. My pop filter. Imagine, imagine then how all the you ladies broke the goddamn mic clamp. Okay, what the fuck, Jake? Ugh. So we busted out my my Yeti on this one. So I don't know. If it might be less clear. Might be more clear. You'll definitely hear Ollie more. For fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> everything a little bit more. So yeah, we're busting out the old fateful on this bit. I kind of miss it. I do too. Not having to look at the constantly keep an eye on the levels to make sure we're good because we know it's going to be loud as fuck. Yeah. Oh, that's going to suck to edit then because I'm going to have to constantly lower the volume. The last few times it's just been me upgrading it until like something bad happened when we were loud as fuck. Nah, this will work. Yeah, but it just It'll means more work good. for me, you dick. It'll be good stuff. Alright, so... Jesus Christ, Oliver. So in today's episode... See, you see all those extra little squiggly lines from the heater? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys... The heater's back. Oh, the fucking heater. <sighs> because this is Utah, and Utah Dude, does not know how like, to weather. It was so damn dark. Like, whenever I was... Like, whenever I hit, um, like, Roy in that area, I was like... Damn, it's dark up there. It's nuts, dude. Like, I got to see, like, all, you could see all of the rain across the valley, like, coming from the south. It was just like, yeah, dude, I would just see, like, big patches of white falling from a cloud. And it was rain, not even necessarily snow. Yet. But yet. it was snowing up by the University of Utah because we went over to Camp Douglas to update our IDs today. And, dude, it was snowing up there by the U and uh, in parts of downtown, like those higher elevation parts of downtown. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. Utah, man. Your weather's retarded. Uh, so, today is a very special episode because we actually... No, 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 no. <laughs> Not as in a very special episode as we do. As in, once in a blue moon, we We're have actually prepared. actual shit to talk about. The only thing is, I'm going to open up this gate, Jake. I'm going to start us out because... My opener is an oldie and a goldie. We all know my wonderful, wonderful stories of your body and you are gross. All right, this one. Thank you. I need this. This one, it's not much of 
you are gross, but everybody is gross in this sort of way. All right, so Jake, say, well, with you, not when you're doing it at home. This is all public or at work. You're taking a shit. What do you have with you? You mean private or at work? Because you said public or at work. Public or at work. Anytime in a public setting or at work. Not when you're home, because when you're home, you do whatever the shit you want. What do you do with your phone when you're taking a shit? Do you usually have it on you? Okay, so it depends. Sometimes I'll I'll be looking at it, and other times I'll be reading, and I think I know where you're going. No, no, no. You may know. You may know. Does this work? But but, don't get ahead of them. Don't get ahead of them. All right? Don't skip to the end. All right? You're that little bastard who always turned to the last page in the book, even when it was Choose Your Own Adventure, and the last page of the book is literally chapter two. So... What I'm, I'm doing a, here. I'm not a go to the end of the book to see what how I'm doing person. here. Insulting. All right. So, when you're on it, you're usually just looking at it, taking a shit. What do you do when you wipe? Where do you put your phone? Um, I, I try to set it away from the toilet just in case it gets knocked into the toilet. While you're still sitting on the toilet when you're wiping. Well, that's the thing is, I'm not oh, a Oh, yeah, you're a wiper. stander. I'm a okay. stand up wiper. Yeah. yeah, so this doesn't affect you. Dear viewers at home, I was with the conundrum. I was like, it's not a conundrum. It just hit me. So when you're done looking at shit, because this one, I was actually watching something on my phone. Not your literal shit, but you're talking about the metaphorical shit on your phone. Don't yuck this, young. All right? (laughs) Don't prejudge. Or post-judge, actually. This is actually post-judge, because you heard a thing and you judged about it. Anyway. So I decided, you know, I got to start whopping. And... I can't keep watching it if I put it on the on the on the on the uh, on the TP dispenser, which is why I'm talking about work in public I because of the dispenser. I do that sometimes. Put it on so, the dispenser. where do you put it? And when I ask mother this, my mother knows me well. You just put it in your pants. I mean, come on, think about it. You're sitting there. You've got an area right there, and your underwear will cradle it. <laughs> So what do you do? You just drop it into your Beetlejuice, like, underoos. I never once have put, because, <laughs> dude, you fart in that. And so hey, there's going to be as much poo particles. I want you to check out this thing on my phone. Not here. No, I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> in my phone. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. Gross bastard. <laughs> You're going to see if I'd actually try to catch it. Hell yes. Hell no, I wasn't going to. Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, you're left with that thing. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You got to do something with it. It's got to be the, the old school. That's got to be why we're already ripping and roaring. It's the old school. You got to put a stink on the flavor like no, that. I'm not. I'm just making an observation. But anywho. But no, I was just wondering that because you got to do something with it. If you're watching something you like... You gotta keep watching, and only very rarely do you accidentally teabag your own phone because you forget to pull. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I am theoretically. Happy to say that theoretically, I'm... theoretically. No, 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 no. That Freudian <laughs> slip has done slip. No, there's no taking that back, Bob. And yes, it actually did slip down the leg. <laughs> oh shit, Bob. Hey. I I'm, feel like all the all <laughs> of the Picard memes right now. Oh shit! Uh, even the one where he does the flute and the sexy dance. Mm-hmm. So you were into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Nice attempt to tell me off, though. And that, that segues into my, my... That laterals nicely into my next bit. What kind of fuckhead talks on the phone when they're taking a shit in a public bathroom? I've wondered that myself many times. I don't like talking to people when I'm taking a shit at even home. If, even if you're using a hands-free to, like hands-free headphones, don't do it. Dude, no, you're... period. Just don't. You're this is like yeah, we, we've discussed we've discussed is. bathroom etiquette and you. All right, we have discussed it well. And that is don't if there's something you have to question, is it okay? No, it's not okay. Never even if that if a question is it ever comes into mind when you're in a, the bathroom, the answer is usually always no, unless that is is that blood? Then the answer can be yes, and please get to a doctor. <laughs> but for etiquette questions, is it? Always no. And I'll do a slight little Detour. continuation. Uh, no, continuation on that. I hate being tall. Yes, this does wrap around. You know why? I go to the bathroom. I'll wash my hands. I'll come back, and it looks like I pissed on myself. You know why? The goddamn uh, the, the, the sink counter thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah goes up to halfway up my thigh always looks like a piss on myself because nobody knows how to actually move their hands from the sink to the towels which is just that you just even if you, you just no 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 no, 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 no. here's what you do here's what you water. do after you get done in the sink you shut it off hands over the sink whatever direction the towels are you scoop up that brings the water upwards Go over to the trash and flick. You don't fucking just spray it all over the counter like it's your pre-jizz. And this is and this is wrapping around as about as well as your balls on your phone right now, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Like you remember, ah, ski, ski, hey, Jake, ski, ski. you remember that old movie, The Blob, where it just kind of. <laughs> Let's just say, I know my phone inside and out. The, my phone knows me inside and out. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, f- Your turn. <laughs> Follow that, bitch. All right. So, since this one's still going to be kind of funny, I'll use this one. Okay. So, whenever you hear the Pointer Sisters, I'm so excited. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I want to see if you share the exact same first thought as what I do. Oh, hot shots. Yes! No. Oh, wait. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. It, it would be incredibly loud, and I don't want to edit. <laughs> yeah. No, I I heard it on the radio on my way home from work, and I always think of that scene. Oh, I always think of that like, scene. On top of, of Charlie right? Sheen. Just trying to get the... Yeah, where she's trying to, like... When she hears the squeaking, and she's like, oh... Let's screwdriver, oil. <laughs> she starts about. I think just to see if it's so. She'll stop dude. and just like nod and just like uh huh, uh huh. Fucking hot shots was a good movie, <laughs> dude. I don't and know. As much as I did not like my roommate's mom, for some reason, she got me the two pack for fucking Christmas, dude. Like way back know. in the day. I don't know if it's absolutely amazing. Or absolutely tragic that we both think. Of the well, exact think about same it. Thing. It was integral that the Hotshot movies were were just always a part of. It's like we had those forever. Like I even remember when we first watched Mallrats, we also rented Hotshots. We'd seen Part Hot Two. Shot. We'd seen that before that. No, 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 no. not Hotshots Part Two. We rented them both at the same time, and you know exactly when we ordered when we rented them. 
us and Randy McKinney went to the Lincoln County Fair. I was on a bunch of spinny spin rides. I threw up on the way home. And you didn't know I threw up. You thought I just threw a water out of the out of the window and it came back and hit you. He was like, why did you dump water outside? I was like, it wasn't water. Okay. Whenever we <laughs> That first, was all the same time. Whenever we first saw Mallrats, I was in high school, Bob. Yes, it was I before was. that, Jacob. You're getting on you're you're getting on cross actually Because I did not watch Mallrats. Dustin was not. the first one of us to see Mallrats. He had rented it at that video store there at Crossroads, mm-hmm. the little country market. He had rented it there, and this was like my sophomore year of high school. So this would have been 97, 98 is whenever I first watched yeah, it. Yeah, it tracks then. It tracks. No, because Randy McKinney moved to Lexington whenever I was in seventh Are you grade. Sure, it was not earlier, Jake. Because I could have sworn it was earlier. I'm sure, Bob. I could have. Because I was not seeing mall rats in seventh grade, and you being in third grade. You probably could have. Or fourth grade, whichever one. Oh. No, I did not see that in seventh grade. We were seeing. We were seeing. We saw a com- or um. No, no, no. They were in every fucking they were comic print book advertisements. Ever. Yes, we saw all the mall rats. Um. Ads. God, they're in way too many prints. All of those comic books we bought, it was always Mallrat. There was like so many Mallrats adverts. Yeah, ninety three for this one. I could have sworn that's why we rented it because it was in all of the the leaf. No, we saw of... we saw Hot Shots Part Two. Not long. It probably was that. Then it might have been Hot Shots. I probably combined them too because both of them because yeah. it was definitely when we saw Hot Shots Part Two. Fuck that movie's good. It is <clears> like <throat> the first one's good. The second one is they're good in their own route. Like the first ones. I will admit, first one's better. First one's better. Okay, is the first one better because it's a straight-up Top Gun ripoff no. and you like Top Gun more than Rambo? No, because I the second like one's either. more of a Rambo yeah. ripoff, but... But I just... The jokes hit a little better for me. It also had a lot more of what's... God, I can't remember his name. Uh, Lloyd Bridges. It had more Lloyd Bridges, in my opinion. Better did, use of Lloyd Bridges. But I'm sorry. There's either the... I have my father's eyes for God's sake. That joke, right? Oh God, or, I have my father's eyes. <laughs> and don't forget about um, Ryan. What's his name? Playing two different parts. In he played Topper's dad in the second one. Or no, no, no. no. He played Topper's dad in the first uh, one, but then Ryan. played Ryan. What's his name from Drew Carey show? And um, whose line is it anyway? Oh, you mean the tall, uh, lanky dude? Oh, that guy. Oh yeah, he, he, did, he played yeah. Topper's dad in the first one and played a member of his team in the second one. Anyway. Um, okay, so there's either, like, I have my father's eyes, for God's sake, or the, um, what was it? Probably one of my favorite jokes in part two is, um, uh, what are you reading? Great Expectations. Well, what do you think of it? That's eh, not all I hope for. <laughs> I don't know why I love that joke so much, but I do. That is, like, one of my favorite jokes in... That and then the um whenever the dude's getting tortured and he's like, It's okay, I've been married and they're like, Hmm and he's like twice and they're like, Oh Yeah and that's the thing. Dude, there's some great jokes in that one. Two had too much of the of that kind. Like as in there were not as many blink and you missed it kind of jokes. That's what I kinda liked about one, which 
Granted, it was still ham-fisted up its own ass. But see, but... one was so much of a Top Gun ripoff, whereas the second one was a ripoff of like Rambo, Rambo. and Apocalypse Now and it Platoon. Had a, it and had some it had elements. One Apocalypse Now joke because you had Martin Sheen's son in it. And I yes, loved you in Wall Street. That was a good. That was a hilariously done scene. But yeah, that that was the only reason they tossed that. But any well. All Nam movies are the fucking same movie when you boil it down. <clears throat> it really also it peters the fuck out in Act Three. Okay, I would I would agree with that. At least uh, the first one was consistent all the way through. That's true, because Top Gun was a weirdly paced movie, so it's easy when making fun of it to keep its stupid pacing. Because it was seriously, it followed like those old fucking. Uh, <clears throat> VHS video game things that they used to say, you know, like, oh, use the controller. You can play along. It's a VHS. You can't play along. It's a fucking tape. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I remember that. We, remember we're going to have to explain that to some people. Yes, back in the day, there were VHS video games where you could play with the controller. Our granny had one that she got but at a freaking... guess who didn't have the controller? Yeah, she got it at a fucking uh, <laughs> like yard, yard sale. sale. So we would play the stupid Top Gun one of the Top Gun wannabe thing, and how like no, how would these things work? It was a fucking tape. You couldn't keep score on it because it was beginning to end. It made no goddamn sense, and the more I think about it, the more my head hurts. But I've got a good question. Okay, all right, and this will lead into something else, but it's not one of my topics. But it will lead into something else. So, which pairing would you choose? Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer in Top Gun, or Charlie Sheen and Carrie Elways in Hot Sexually? Shots? Sexually? No, I mean just period. Aww. Like the the well, I mean if you want to include sexually, <laughs> I mean that's that's your choice. But like think about in the parlance of the movies themselves, and then the actors themselves. I always have themselves. to go Carrie Elways. Always, always, Elways, always, Elways, <laughs> Elways, always. <coughs> no, seriously, always. Man, fuck you all, you snake bitches. Ugh. Snake bitches? Always. Oh, Harry Potter? Always. <laughs> Fucking or, shit, Jake. I don't Seriously. know which one you're talking about no, with always, No, that's about dude. your fart. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I've been holding it in for a while, you dick waffle. Uh, but, small little tangent here. So, we bought tickets to go see uh, Val Kilmer at Wise Guys for his one-man play where he does the one-man Mark, Mark Twain thing. Oh, you got that? And we bought tickets for the meet and greet. Nice. So oh, see, I'm, meet and greet, I don't really... You know see, me, I find it weird talking to but people. But here's so what I think. I think it'd be awesome to do the meet and greet at Wise Guys compared to the uh, like a picture thing at Comic-Con. Yeah. Like, I still might be like, his booth, I'll walk up to his booth and, you know, I might pay for something like that. But at least with the Wise Guys thing, it's a little bit more of an intimate And setting. if you get, like, the playbill, I want you to have him sign it there and then go to uh, Comic-Con and have him sign it, Val Kilmer 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh! <coughs> oh, hi, Tiku. <laughs> Dude! I need a... Did... No, it was called Star Wars 2, Electric Boogaloo. We didn't no, Breaking 2. 2, Electric Boogaloo. That's right. Star Wars 2! No, oh, I was thinking about podcast episode titles, Robert. I was talking about the fucking reference, Jacob. Jesus Christ. Oh, get this. So, before I answer the question you brought up... Oh, wait, I just said Elway's the end. But, um... I started talking to some guy from Georgia. He was having an issue with his card. 
and when I when somebody doesn't or feels bad because it was being rejected, so he felt like a piece of shit, even though he did everything right. When I start to empathize, I tend to eight. I tend to uh, my accent tends to change. My cadence goes different. And he was from Georgia, Jake. Right. I sounded like a fucking clamp it by the end of that call. <laughs> Holy shit! We're talking. Oh man. All right, it's all, it's absolutely okay. Here's all you got to do. like. I got deep in the fucking bad accent. It's easy. It to was. Do. Oh, especially since I was trying to be polite, and you know, <clears throat> like, hey, when you're trying to be polite, you try to do your best polite voice, and it tends to just keep rolling down. Right. <clears throat> Holy shit, man! It got bad. People were staring. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> all right. So my second one here, Bob. So, which one would you rather choose? Okay, and for some reason, this came to me while I was reading. That was the, a Shatnerian delivery. The the prologue of uh, <clears throat> a um, a feast for crows. Would you rather be a maester and study in old old town and do all of that, or would you rather be um, a member of the Night's Watch? Uh, let's see. Be in a nice library, possibly learn magic even though you can't use it yet, and then sneak out for some strange. Or, cold as fuck, surrounded by rapists. Gee, Jake, I wonder which one I'm going no, to... No, I mean, I still... I still I'm not a fighter. The... I am not even a lover. I just exist. So yeah, <laughs> I have quite a few things in common with Samwise. You mean Samwell? Oh shit, did I... <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's... I definitely will be a maester, because you get to learn cool shit. You get to learn the stupid secret truths behind things, and... Yeah, that'd be kind of fucking cool. Also, unless you're you're staring down a fucking... Uh, a Bolton? Or someone from the Iron Isles? Nobody will kill you. Because you don't serve the person. You serve the, you serve the house. Whoever is in charge. <clears throat> Or unless Melisandre is involved and you're trying to kill her. Well, that's different. That's that The guy made a plan and he chose to drink from it. He was stupid. Which is kind of cool because in A Feast for Crows, the, uh, Crescent actually gets a little bit of a shout out. Like, um, one because in the prologue, um, one of the soon-to-be maesters, right? He gets off by a faceless man. <clears throat> and, uh... But leading up to it, he's talking about how he helps like this super old maester, right? And that um, there's been a few times where they where the super old maester is called him Crescent, someone named Crescent. And I was like, nice, Maester Crescent's getting a little bit of a shout out. Pour one out for your homie, Maester Crescent. <laughs> he's been dead for like two books now. Yeah, and he he was only there for maybe five pages. Yeah, because it was the opening yeah, stand. Yeah, it was the, just the, I think it was the, the actually the prologue, because the prologue in Clash of Kings was, was the, the was standard the orient, stuff. The with, orientation, the... Uh, with Melisandre and all Oh, God, that. with the... Or, or, not the orination. Uh, the coronation. coronation. Why the, the coronation, yeah. yeah. The coronation, yeah. We both just fucked that. <laughs> um, and then, of course, finishing up Storm of Swords, one of my favorite things. So whenever Tyrion kills Tywin, he in the book he only Spoilers. hits him. Spoilers. 
whenever he hits him with one crossbow bolt, it's like it describes it as being just above his pubic hair, and he just like starts spilling blood out among his pubic hair. And that he was sitting there, and you know, he's like, You're no son of mine, and you know, he says all that stuff. But Tyrion doesn't shoot him a second time, he stands there and waits for his dad to die. And you know how he knows when his dad dies. Because his body lets loose all, all the, the shit that he was holding in. Right. And it, he even wrote, and it's like, uh, Tywin Lannister, in fact, did not shit gold. And Tyrion knew this whenever he smelt the loosing of his bowls. Whenever he, I was like, dude, that's funny as hell, man. <laughs> it's like Tywin and Lannister, in fact, does not shit gold. <laughs> and it also says something that he's so, so obsessed with appearance and things like that. The whole time, no matter how much he disregards Tyrion, he refused to poop during... He refused to do that, 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 that snide, I don't care enough about you, I'm going about my shit. No. He did not want anyone to hear him, him moving his bowels while he was chastising them. It was all the moment. He did not want to move anything. He was, he was straight, just constant. Well... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, heirs. Just this whole persona. He was so ingrained in it. Also, the fact of shitting while doing this would make him seem weak, like the like his father. Most likely, would feel like, oh no, 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 that that that's a lesser man who would do that. That's my father who died of a heart attack going to a hort or his mistress's house. He's a joke. And didn't and didn't he in the show? Didn't he kill Shay with like a blanket? Oh, he, no, or something? no, 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 no! He choked her with the fucking uh, necklace, necklace that she was wearing. Okay, because that's what happened in the that, book too. That some, gave her, yeah. For some reason, in the I was thinking in the series she was on the that bed. it was the yeah. But I need to go back and watch the series definitely before the new one starts up. Yeah, we probably should have a watch through. We should. I think that would be a fantastic. Well, hopefully, idea. I can. I really hope soon I'll go into uh, weekdays. We all have weekends off. Yeah. It'd be kind of nice. Um, no, dude. And do you know how the book ends? Storm of Swords? The, the end. epilogue? No, the ep- what, what's uh, what's included in the epilogue? The postscript. What's up? Freaking Lady Stoneheart. Oh, yeah. I do need to start reading those books, but I'm at a, I'm at a dead spot where I'm just not reading anything. Right. Well, I went through that, and then for some reason I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick back up on Storm of Swords. Basically... I read 400 pages in like a week. Fuck. And that's just like here and there, like before bed while I'm dropping a deuce. Oh yeah, because your shits calls. are an hour long. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and you're call- you're able to do that because your fucking call center isn't wrecked. <laughs> yeah. We're beset is a way to put it. We're beset. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was still a. It was still a valid question because the wall, while it is cold and gross and, and full of rapists <clears throat> and full of rapists, it serves probably a greater per. It's full of woman of a- thieves and horse rapists. Yeah. <laughs> it serves as great of a purpose as what maesters do in oh, the long run. It's a more it's, so actually, technically it's one of those things. You do realize that's going to pick up. Nope. It didn't. Cause I was watching. Um, <laughs> It's going to pick up. Um, well, then you can just... Go on. Anyway. Um, uh, shit, where was I? Farting in my chair is where you were. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So is it more because I'm farting or because I'm farting in your chair? And it smells. 
stress. Hey, you're so farting. It stank, and you're in my goddamn chair doing it. It's you have idea. That's gonna blanket. that's gonna permeate it, man. Um, it's modal. It's got those microfibers, bitch. <laughs> It's gonna stay. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It's one of those thankless jobs, and yeah. that's why I. That's why I was curious because I, I kind of I knew that you would choose a maester, but I wanted you to kind of think because about it. Uh, the only there's only like two or three houses that see it as an honor to serve on the wall. The Starks are one of the few houses that will readily give without even a thought whatever they can to the wall because. The North remembers. But see, it seems like once Robert's Rebellion happened, that's also whenever the wall became less manned with... Well, yes, because you couldn't get people from other parts. Because one, you'd have to go through a, an, an enemy's territory to get people up to the wall. And here's the thing about War Jake. It's a resource drain. But see, and I guess what I'm trying to say is that Robert's Rebellion upset a homeostasis. Well, yeah, war do that. Well, war no, do not that. just the fact that it's just a war because even with reading A World of Ice and Fire, there were there were still sure they might have been kind of more minorish kind of things. There were still wars prior to Robert's Rebellion. And also people followed Ned Stark, not just into war, in all things. Ned Stark, as much as he freaking was was not the standout people followed his lead, and when he says, "We'll give, we'll give to the wall. The, to serve the wall is an honor." You know what happens? Everybody who swore to him is like, "Fuck yes!" If Mister Bean says it's so, I did not mean it like that, Jake. I apologize. Freaking up there, you're like that. North remembers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a half like Pee Wee Herman type look on his yeah. face. Yeah. Uh. No, but I don't know because I think because my my first instinct also would be to for a maester because like dude all of the knowledge and shit and like old and magic town, you can learn magic and, even though you can't cast it you can learn magic and old town being so just that old like. It's been there for thousands of years, and it's been town, a center Jake. of hey, learning. Hey, hey, Jake, that town? That town old. <laughs> and it's been a center of learning even before the Andals arrived. And, you know, just the place that it held, there, I guess it also kind of plays into my whole, you know, I think it'd be awesome to go back in time and go to the... Um, Library uh, of Alexandria? Yeah. Even though you couldn't read anything there yeah. because it's completely different. Yeah. Yeah. The Great Library of Alexandria would be just amazing. But, you know, also it was burnt down like more than the last time that it was burnt down for good. Um, but no. And when it was burnt down for good, it had hardly anything in it anyway because they already fucking sold or gave it away because people did not know how to manage it. But I also kind of like the idea of, you know, doing something, doing something thankless and like truly... Um, Truly doing something that that it takes a lot of gumption to do, you know? So you want to be militaristic Mother Teresa? Or, and I'm surprised you didn't say both. It's like, why can't I be like Maester Raymond? Be a maester and be on the wall. Because then you get the worse. Like, sure, you're learned, but you're stuck around rapists. But No, absolutely not. Now, I would... now. 
I would probably be the one to, uh, to freaking, I. Uh, why did I blank on it? Uh, Winterfell. Is it Winterfell? Or is that Skyrim? Where's Ned's place called? Winterfell. Winterfell. Okay, I couldn't remember if it was Skyrim or not. Hey, Skyrim cribbed so much from that those fucking books. I mean, come on. But, uh, you know why? Hot Springs. They don't talk about it. That castle is wonderfully hot the because the walls were built to where the steam can actually seep through it. It is not cold in in Winterfell because mm-hmm. of the natural hot springs that are all around it. Yep. So yeah, you because Jake, can you imagine when like I the- moved out here in 2010, the place Mom was at, or the yeah, the dude had a hot tub. Mm-hmm. You have any idea how much I loved? Hello, screwdriver. Hello, it's snowing outside. Shablam! It is awesome. It is. Fucking amazing. Then having show tunes go through your head. There was a New Year's Eve where I was hanging out in a hot tub with uh, some friends and other people. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. And uh, I was hanging out in a hot tub and it was all snowy and shit. It's nice. Yeah. It really is. So, yeah. Yep. But, no. um, Oh, so, it, uh... It's Story of Swords. Like, Bran is remembering stuff that old Nan told him, you know, as they were getting, uh, you know, as they uh, moved further north. And he was talking about the Night's King, you know, and how things yeah. happened. Like, not the Shadow Tower, whichever one. Was it, um, was it the Night Tower? The, yeah. Whichever tower it was that it, he originally resided in. Yeah, where he fell in love with the Walker. Right. Um, Walker. He's talking about how old Nan stories, and it seems like a lot of old Nan stories aren't as crazy as what they seem yeah. like throughout the book or what he, you know, imagines them to be. But actually said that the Night's King was a Stark is what N- old Nan would tell him. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's kind of always been the the back and forth because people are like, you know, some people will try to say that it was a Bolton because where the Boltons are crazy, you know, let's not think that it was a Stark because if he starts got wild ones, if, if he was a Stark, it's like all mention of him has been erased from all of the history of the North. He was a bad Stark. Yep. So I don't know. Those, those there's <clears throat> somebody kind of put it in a really good way. And I agree with this. It is, Whenever you read it, it's very, very similar to reading Tolkien. It's like there's parts that are phenomenal, and then there's parts where it's just like a slog and a half. Yes. Yeah. But that's why I liked Storm of Swords. Like after a certain point, a Storm of Swords was other than Danny stuff, like Daenerys, like her stuff. I'm like, oh, she's in. Yeah, hers are always so damn boring. Yeah, I was like, once oh. Drogo died, who gives a shit about Danny? I really don't. Although I did like when she burned down all the fucking calls. Oh, in, holy uh, season shit! Six. Sorry, bunny. Um, in case you <laughs> listen, bunny. <laughs> we've tried. Uh, we've tried keeping spoiler alerts away from. No, Sir, we haven't. Sir Jonathan of Reigns. The, the series. The only time a spoiler was is when I talked about it. Ironically, Jacob. But uh, no, that was awesome. That was pretty dope. Then you know what, Jake? I'll round this out. Much as I've been rounding out a lot of things lately. With your ball sack, apparently. <laughs> Fair enough. I meant these episodes. All right. My hey, in my def- hey. Anytime I was doing an episode, my balls were just tepid, okay? If you want to talk about my shit, I'll talk about my shit. Well, technically not my shit. I, I wipe. 
Hey, I was allowing it to go. You, you're, you, you kept, you kept poking. Fuck the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> That's awesome. But I figured I'd give you a little, uh, you and our dear viewers, I'll let you know this. You might want to, if you don't care about RPGs, have a good day. You know? Catch you on the flip. Twitter. Get it there. Fucking hop on. Uh, iTunes, that kind of stuff. I'm now going to talk about a fucking RPG I started reading about. Bye. So. <laughs> it was, uh, so I went ahead and bought Fantasy Age Online because, hey, I had another uh, I had another discount. I had another uh, gift card from Amazon. Jeez, Bob. I have Amazon gift cards. What am I supposed to do with them? No, I just can't believe how many Amazon gift cards you get. All I have to do is take two fucking calls a month. So, yeah. I, I ended up just getting it because I kind of want to see what it was like. Because I know one of the times we were at a comic shop, you were talking about it. And I, I just kind of didn't, you know, have much cares for it. And what was it again? Uh, Fantasy Age. It was just one of them that was there. It could have been Fate that we actually were looking at. At the comic shop, or the game shop, down by your house. It was one of them. I may check out Fate sometime, too. But, I uh, Fantasy Age... It's also what Dragon Age uses for its, and it kind of makes sense that they are, because there's three classes. Warrior, Rogue, Mage. Of course, there's all sub-specs with Mage, and you don't have the Mage section for the spells is like four pages. That's it. Because you're not a D&D kind of Mage. You are, you have your, you have a blast attack. That you can use whenever the fuck you want. And then you have spells you can use. Because you have magic points. And each thing costs a certain amount of magic points. And it's kind of nice. Because you have a kit. You can choose like, you know, there's shadow, there's healing. There's all kinds of weird little things. So you can do your damage. And you can also be utility. It's all how you want to do it. You can't mix and match. But you're just, you know, you're you. And the rogue, of course, is your hunter and your rogue. Alright. And uh, warriors are going to be... You know, there's when you hit level four, you do a specialization. You can be a, bar, a barbarian. You know, you can do all different kinds of things. There's even one specialization for a witch hunter. Yeah. Nice. So you can add spell resistance to your shit, and oh, it's so cool. And anytime you hit a dude, you can drain magic off him. It's nice. So, oh, you also get training in gun because gun is a thing in here. I, uh, but the way it comes to character design is nice. You start out, you know, you create the basic of what you want your character to be. It's like, hey, I'm going to be playing a warrior, I'm going to be playing a rogue, I'm going to play a mage. Here's how character creation does. You start with your attributes. Not your race. Not your anything like that, but you have to assign your attribute attributes first. Alright? For races, everybody has six options. You roll a d6 and pick two. Here's the thing. You have... You can actually interbreed. Its rules are, if your D, if your GM allows it, you can combine anything. You pick what you what you're designated as, what you're what you take more after. So I uh, in in the in the tabletop episode I saw of the uh, the Volcano one they did. It was a dwarf uh, half dwarf half elf. You could a gnome could fucking elf Jake. Huh. So you have your base of what you're. You know, if you want to be a dwarf but have some elf, you know, it's you pick because there'll be like certain kinds of things you always will have. So you'll you'll lean more towards towards a dwarf, or you know, but when it comes to your uh, your racial bonuses, 
you pick one from me. You roll one from each. So, after you do your racial bonuses, you roll your background. Outlander, lower, upper, middle class, lower, middle, upper class, noble. And you have to roll for that because your starting gold is tied to your background. Not your class. Because class is usually what gives you your... Right. This, because a noble gets, uh, was it, 100 plus 3d6 as starting gold. An huh. outlander gets like 10 plus 1d6 or something like that. You get nothing. Because you're an outlander. You you just got here. And the way the the way everything works is d6s. You roll 3d6 on everything you do. I don't really fully get why the stunt die is different because two of them are a different color. You have one that's a one that doesn't look like the other ones. That's your stunt die. And I I still haven't wrapped around why you need that. Th- but anyway, I'll, I'll get to it in a sec because I've only been reading this book for like two days. About a couple hours. Uh, and if you have doubles, you get to perform a stunt. Like say if you're in combat and when you roll your attack, you have... Two fours. Right. All right. And I believe your stunt die is what your, how many stunt points you get, or if it's the, I need to figure out the stunt thing. It's so but new to me. basically it's kind of the thing, like, if you're like, I want to jump over his head, no. stab him through no. the neck, and then no. land on the other no. side. Is it because like you have to pick stuff? exactly what the thing is. So for stunt, uh, for stunts, if you have five points to, so like, say you have four points of stunt, you could do a lightning attack, which is two, which means you hit two people. And then you can do another two point or two one points. You have those points to spend. And like five is lethal blow. You can do a lethal blow that does an extra 2d6. So yeah, you can straight fucking murk a fool. Because not everybody has hit points up the ass. Hell, a dragon has 150. Not a lot of hit points. But since you're rolling d6s for everything, you're not supposed to. And another thing that's odd, abilities, I think there's eight of them. Not six. Yeah, it's kind of balking the normal, the norms a little bit, but not a lot. Like, it, it, they all make sense because perception should be its own fucking thing. Wisdom right. should not be perception. Perception is a thing unto itself. Unintended. In and unto itself. Thank you. Un- in and into, of itself. Yeah, it, it inserts itself within itself, okay? That's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho's it. And uh there's you know different skills that are based on that and you pick focuses to where kind of like uh proficiencies. And it's clear cut. Every every class's level, what you do, you get this, this, and that, every level. Really simple, really intuitive, because the main draw of it isn't uh rolling dice and dealing with combat management of normal of being Playing war games, that is most tabletops. You're telling a story. Not just you. Everyone is telling a story. The players and the GM. Everybody has a story to tell. And that is integral to the game. Alright? Say you tell... yeah you, You're in combat. It's like, okay, I'm going to try and stab him and do this. Like, okay. Or if you're... Uh, Okay, I want to try to convince the guy to let us out. Alright, okay, roll. And you can either choose, you know, you see your roll and have them explain it. Or, okay, with that, here's what happens. And you're trying to explain. Because if you barely succeed, you're like, okay, 
You're trying everything you can to explain to this guy that you need to leave. But nothing is happening until he sees just a small, small little welling in your eye. And he knows something is up. You know, it's just something like that. You, it isn't just, I do the thing. It is, okay, here's how the thing plays out. It's very, very storytellery and I kind of like it. I also kind of like the fact that it's pick up and play mm-hmm. because you can have like all these different bases, all these different frameworks. Like, okay, who wants to play this, this and that? We're going to bust out a quick little story because I've noticed with my Pugmire, it's coming down to just a story session. Each session will just be, this is what you're going on this adventure. It's, it's sort of railroady because the problem with D and D is if you're not a great DM and know how to fucking spiderweb everything, you are lost. Like, freaking the, uh, what, the Ravenloft book? Mm-hmm. I have no, I've got it, I'm looking through it, I have no fucking clue. You actually clue. bought a Ravenloft yeah. book? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I'm sorry, Curse of Strahd, Curse of Strahd. I was it's say, still Ravenloft, but oh, yeah. okay. I was just more surprised that you bought a vampire-centric kind of. This is the right, yeah. I just wanted to give it a peek, see what happened. Mainly see if they have new classes and I'm stuff. I'm surprised you still haven't bought like a um, Cthulhu book. Yeah, that'd be a full new system. <laughs> and also Cthulhu is, everything I've seen of it is super, super rulesy. I'm kind of done. If I'm going to be picking up shit that I'll probably never play, it's going to be simple. Hey, this is the framework. Go play. And oh, uh, you can all you can also set it up to where you can stunt and I uh, and art and role-playing encounters. Hmm. So they have things like for flirting and I, uh, you can actually get everybody on your side and pump up yourself. Like everybody. Yeah. Agree with me. And they all agree with that you. That's pretty awesome. There's even one to where you can actually make the person attack you to where they get a free attack on you. This can be like something simple as a smacker or throwing a gauntlet or it even says they can stab you. <laughs> it's up to the GM. Because think about it like this. If you need to get someone out of the way and you really have a good idea of how to get them out of the way, your first thought is like, okay, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I want to get this fucker arrested. So you just keep ramming it in there and you just hit that stunt. It's like, okay, I'm going to make him hit me. You're in the middle of a party or in the middle of a square and this guy just stabs you? He's fucking getting carted away. Or he drew first blood. You get a stabbing back. And you're perf- you're perfectly justified. He hit you. Mm-hmm. Which is what my MO, because when me and Cody were, were competing to see who could kill all of Morrowind first, I chose to do it without getting a bounty. You know how? Insult, 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 insult. Then, every time they got, they would no longer speak to me, I'd bribe him until he'd speak to me again. Insult, 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 insult. He'd attack me. I'd kill him. I'd get my money back. It was a slow game. It was... Cody just went around trying to murder I realize it's everything. very serial killery. <laughs> I tended to play games like a... sociopathic. Well, no. Yes. Psychopathic. You know why? I knew exactly how society worked, and I tweaked it to my advantage. I was I was doing something specifically because I knew specifically specifically I was doing it specifically I was doing it south of Italy, <laughs> but 
no. This game looks like it could be really fun because that sounds it's like twenty fun. bucks. It's not that much. Hmm. And I need to find. I'll probably get some PDFs or something of the. Or if they hell, if they just if they sell it on their site, I'll get it on their site. If not, I'll get it somewhere else. Just the player handbook packets to get out to people because it looks super fun and engaging. Because a lot of the DM of uh, the GM side is what not to do, how to properly have fun. It it reminds me a lot of five a uh, five E's DM guide because most of that is okay. Here's the rules. Here's the logistics. Remember, story trumps rules. Uh-huh. You're building your world. This is the this is not even the skeleton. This is the reference drawing, okay? Uh-huh. This isn't the world. The rules are that fucking figure you have sitting next to your next to your uh sketch pad that you're getting the baseline of what you're trying to draw. Uh-huh. You're using that as the reference of what you are working on. And yeah, it, it looks like it may that's be why really we kind fun. of that's why I kind of stretch things on our uh, green oh, worm God. or green dragon fight. Well, mainly no, I know why you did it. You wanted that fucking bow. <laughs> no, I, I I didn't want our characters to die. That that's all it came down to. No, that's why I kind of I stretched our a highest bit. damage dealer was a fucking panther. <laughs> and I realized so I was breaking. I kind of fucked up because it, it was actually their next attack roll, not their next anything. With vicious mockery, it was still. So I fucked that it up. It was still very reminiscent of Bunny and his. No, bunny. it was not, because it did not involve a dragon or a fucking bunny and an asshole. <laughs> that. Oh. That involved man. a fucking orc beating a dragon in a strength check, and I just love the fact that I busted out my all the rope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, that but no, was I good. like I like storytelling a yeah, little bit, me too. bit more than things like heck. Uh, did I tell you about that one shot I was in with someone? I uh, yeah, someone was running a one shot and I got in on it. I uh, it was supposed to be a just a heist where, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna make a professional. All right, he's a spy. He's half rogue, half monk. Way a shadow monk on in five e. So you get like pass without a trace and a bunch of silent moves. So, find out. I thought we were going to be fighting things. No, we were supposed to sneak into a a mage college, not steal anything, but make a copy of a phylactery. A phylactery, Jacob. Mm -hmm. First thought, it's a fucking lich. And even we were, like, talking, like, in character. I was sitting at the table, you know, all prepped. I was being all professional. And right when he said phylactery, he's like, I look right over at the team. He's like, I'm calling it now. It's a lich. And then I just went back to talking to him because it's a fuck phylactery. It's a lich. But uh, so it is like, all right, here's the thing. I know you guys are you and you, you're thieves and you'll end up taking things, but no killing. So I was like, all right, fine. Super professional. And he like, full one's like, okay, if you wish for, uh, you wish for a, a ghost job, two things. One, or we'll need, we'll need something. We will not kill anybody. We will not hurt anybody. We will not steal anything. We will only touch that which you wish us to. Other end, extra $500 a person. And like I was all like super professional the whole time in the conversation. It was like, okay. And I proceeded to not do anything worthy of shit in the entire thing until the very end. Well, I technically did something. I was like, okay, fine. Again, super professional. Right when we left, I was like, they're going to kill us. 
they are going to kill us. Moment we get this, because we're in the middle, in the bottom of a fucking, uh, at the basement of a tavern, in a locked room that nobody else could enter. That's our meeting place. It's like they're going to kill us, so let's do this. And as a criminal, even as a like you're uh, as a criminal background in in five e, you get a contact. Mm-hmm. Mine, since I was a spy who's part of a big spy network, my contact was another spy. So I go to the tavern she works at, and I tell her, if we get arrested for an odd reason, if we disappear, if you find us dead, if anything happens, if you don't hear back from us by midday tomorrow, tell everyone. Because nothing's worse when you're being cloak and dagger than everybody fucking knowing your shit. Mm-hmm. This is our this is our defense. Not that if you don't do this, we'll tell you. No, 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 no. This isn't this isn't using it as a oh you're gonna pay us more now. This is an extortion. It's fucking one. It's ones and zeros. It's binary. You do this, that happens. Twenty go to ten, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> it's <laughs> so I. Uh, so of course, in the actual in the actual thing, I did nothing because there was a full on thief in there. And Red was playing a fucking a cleric who took the way the like the shadow stuff, so she has spell points to burn. So I did nothing except for bluff like, the shit out. Oh of no 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 no! Well, no, I wasn't bluffing. That was diplomacy. Oh okay. <clears throat> but uh, like hell, like like Red was on point. Like there was like we come out of this freaking uh this cellar and we see somebody at like a guard at a table just somewhat snoozing he's like okay i uh she has like the wizard dude cast uh a prestidigitation and makes a lullaby play and the guy out <laughs> so we're like and she's like oh wait there's chest let's see what they got we find like old cloaks and these like these big symbols that may be important then we find a bunch of fucking armored statues some armored guardians and if, but since we had the things they didn't attack us and there was a door the, the, the door behind... The, the thing was behind a door. We knew it was there. I was like... I got near a door. They all looked at us like... Fuck. Um, all the guardians like... Oh, shit. Fine. I just like closed my eyes like... Eh. <laughs> Touch the door and nothing happens. Like, okay. Fuck it. Okay. And a 1E and a 2E and let's go a 3 They jumped in through the doors like... Nothing happens. I was like... Fuck. Alright, let's copy this bitch. And in it... I make a copy. I just like write down everything I can because my whole dude had this like whole backstory where he was trying to make a name for himself so he can like rise in the rank. So anything you find, he was just making stupid copies. He has no idea what could be worth something to someone and just of nothing. Apparently it was like, yeah, he kind of stole a dude's diary. You kind of copied a guy's diary. It's like, Oh, <laughs> but then at the end, dude, fuck this shit. I got pissed at him for a bit, but what happened so we're back there. We're sitting down at the table. And of course they come in. But the rogue's not there. The the as in like sorry, like he had a rogue and a pallet or in a fighter and a bunch of other people with him. Couldn't see the rogue. Found out later it's because all those were level eighteens. Rolled a thirty nine on his stealth check. We ain't seeing shit. <laughs> but um But yeah, so I was fucked. We were straight fucked. And the whole sitting there is like, all right. And we're being a por- perfectly cordial. It's like, I can't believe, like, thank you so much for following your word and not taking anything. Like, 
It's what you asked for. You agreed to the terms. And I, and everything seemed like really bad. I was like, but in the effort of full disclosure, I will let you know, because you can tell it looks a little, this looks a little dire. Right. We can't see your friend. So I'm going to let you know this. Not as a threat, but as a cause in action. All right. This Mm -hmm. is pure causality. If we do not leave here, everybody will know what happened. It's like, oh, you mean Carolyn? What? Yeah, your friend. Like, uh, we we know. She let us know what was going on. It's perfectly fine. So they knew about the spy, about my contact. And the whole time I was like, you motherfucker. Like, you seriously just played that fucking top gaming bullshit on me. But I kept going with it in... They, of course, end up letting us out because there was no reason not to. We did the perfect job, the job exactly as they wished to. And right when we left, I was like, okay. We walk out calmly. We go to the nearest stable and I wake that motherfucker up. It's like, but it's like, and we get horses like, dude, it's like three in the morning. It's like, I don't fucking care. Wake that piece of shit up. So, of course, the guy at the stable is all upset. I was like, shut the fuck up. I throw a hundred gold in his face. I was like, we need horses. We need a wagon. He's like, okay, so he gets you a wagon and uh, and four horses. Like, no, he doesn't. He gets me two wagons and eight horses. He's like, what? He's like, yes, I will pay. He's like, how much? So you're going to pay like what? Like 10? Like, no, I'm paying him three times of what it's worth. Why three? Because if I paid him 10 times what it's worth, someone will find out. If you pay someone three times, much less likely to find out. And why eight horses? in two carts because two in each we're going we're lighter weight we're being pulled by all these fucking horses no no i oh no posse could catch up to us in this setup we are leaving we are leaving fast and we are leaving now and we just fucking go (laughs) and he had to admit it's like okay yeah if we were they were going to chase you they'd be fucked (laughs) And so, like, we just got, and like, okay, so then he gives us the backstory of what's going on. Apparently, it's this world that he built for their normal game, and he wanted to do some world building on a story that he's going to put in their game, and what we found was a basically high fantasy paternity test, because the fighter and the rogue were the son and daughter of someone, like, really high powerful. So, yeah, it was... It was this whole thing. We were just a paternity test. That's all we were fucking doing. And he kind of told me, yeah, the guy who the job was for, the guy who runs the things, he runs the spy network in the city. And right when he said that, I started laughing my ass off. Because in my I want to be smart, I came up with the one, the one thing the guy in charge was in charge of. Because, like, you know, my guy's a spy. His contact's a spy. What would have happened if he was just a fucking thief? Nothing. I chose a spy. My contact was a spy. And I chose him to do spy things. And since he he runs, he knows of every spy, most almost every spy in the city, he knew of her. So, of course, they knew of our connection. And that's how he knew. Because I... My oh my, said the spider to the fly. I walked right into his fucking net. Of RP bullshit. <laughs> right. And it was so good because of that dumb fucking part. <laughs> but no, that's... Wow. I don't even remember where that was coming from. Us. 
Oh, story. Story's fun. Because you can play around with the story. If you set your your history of what you're going to do, you can have so much fun with it. And that's, that's, that's what that book's going to be like. And like I said, everybody left because Jesus fuck. <laughs> uh, well, for those of you that stuck around, we thank <laughs> you. We love you. And that's going to do it for another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. What do you say, Jake? Unless you have a thing in your pocket? No, uh-uh. Alrighty. Sorry, I've just, uh, there's one of the chiefs from the, from California texting. Oh, well, I, uh, well, tell me that in a second. Uh, and, like I ran past, like, what? Dear God, it was 20 minutes ago. Yeah, dude, you went on, like, I a went 20... on a tangent. Alright, fuck, I may just end up cutting some of that, then. Oh, oh well. That's gonna do it for this episode. Uh, if you need to follow us, Twitter is at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Uh, BrothersQuarrel at gmail.com. iTunes. Want to rate and review? Go for it. At the very least, subscribe. Share it with someone you think will dig it. And until next time, we here at a Brothers Quarrel would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Especially after a 20-minute RPG rant. Not <laughs> to